Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He was with the Interior Ministry. Guys, I've got a Russian green beret. This guy cannot come back to tell this story. You understand? I hear you. Oh, huh? you there? Call me back. You're not gonna believe this. He killed 16 Czechoslovakians. Guy was an interior decorator. His house looked like. Now, back to the morning roast with Bonte and Shasky. We'll go back and watch the Sopranos. I still have the wire above it, but it doesn't mean the Sopranos isn't in my top five. Uh, it's a great scene. Great situation there with the Sopranos. I thought the last two seasons fell off a little bit. And for me personally, when I look, think about the Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, The Wire is more relatable to my personal life. My personal life. Because you got the union workers in season two. You know, you got the you got season one. You got season three with all the, the crackheads and everything in Baltimore and what was going on in that city. Then you got the newspaper, the newspaper room and the journalists in season five. I don't know. I just the students in the, in the public school system in season four. Um, the Wire was a little more relatable to me. That's why I have it a little higher to Sopranos. But I'm not. I'm not diminishing the Sopranos. Sopranos is an all time great series. All time great. All time great. And that was a great scene right there that you just missed, Shasky. It's one of the greatest scenes in television history. Obviously, the first season when he goes up with Meadow to check out a college up in Connecticut and murfs out the dude. That's a legendary scene. But that one, I mean, that's an all That was an interior decorator. Exactly. His house looked like <laughs> And, you know, the, the part that I was going at with the analogy was that they're walking around in circles and they keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And they're getting frustrated. And I feel like that's kind of where the Warriors fans are at right now with the Warriors. Like, we're, we're walking around the same topics over and over and over again, and it just feels like, to me, it's it's pretty inevitable that if they want to be really right back into the mix of championships, they're going to have to tinker some of this stuff. They're going to have to get There's rid no of either doubt. some young guys or an old guy. They're going to have to staple some things no. together. They're going to have to get creative. They've got to make a move. They've got to make a move. And I hate doing that. I don't want to do like, they've got to no, make a move no, radio. No, no, they do. No, it's, 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 a, it's imperative. Like, with this team currently constructed right now, I'm seeing the same issues they had last year, and they're a lot older than last year because you got rid of Jordan Poole, which one, one thing <laughs> we underrated, point. we got lost in the sauce again. Point. 
after the Denver game, I said, you know, Shasky, I know we're feeling good because it's an encouraging loss. Which I'm thinking, man, these are the Warriors. What are we encouraged by losses? We're the Warriors. We're a championship team, a championship organization. We lost the game, and I'm ticked off about it. But then I noticed in that game, with Aaron Gordon, the way he attacked the rim, with Nikola Jokic, of course, punishing the rim, I said, boy, bigger and more athletic teams. Because Michael Porter Jr. if it had some play moments in that basketball game. Athletic teams are going to give us issues. And then on a six-game homestand, we saw Minnesota. You know, we saw Cleveland. And Cleveland smacked us twice in a week. And they gave us so many problems with their athleticism, their length, uh, their quickness with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Especially Darius Garland. I mean, he blew by everybody. He was getting to the free throw line. It was it was ugly. And then you play OKC, the same situation with SGA. Then you get Minnesota and Anthony Edwards woke up. And you get their bigs with Kyle Anderson and Nas Reed and Rudy Gobert. Of course, Katmandu, Carl uh, Anthony Towns. It was just, it was tough. It's tough right now. So you can't unsee these things. Triple drive penetration continues to destroy them. They're fouling at a rapid rate. They're the third worst team when it comes to fouls per game. They're fouling teams over 22 times a game. What all right, think th- about this. Phoenix shot 52 free throws. Sacramento shot 42. So, so, okay, all those things. What are they doing well right now? I'll tell you what they're doing well. They're getting the pace back up. Yeah. Now, will the pace continue to be picked up with Chris Paul and Wiggins back in the lineup? I think the shooting is starting to come around a little bit, especially for Clay. And we decided to numbers for Clay and Wiggins. Clay shooting 40% from three in his last seven. Andrew Wiggins in his last six, he's shooting 40% from three. So that's getting better. I think Kaminga's getting better by the game. Pajinski's starting to get some run. Moses Moody's consistent. So there's some positive developments here with this team. But you got to close games. Yeah. And you got to close quarters. And you have to close halves. And and that didn't happen against Sacramento. And slowly but surely, you look up in the Clippers game last Thursday, they were rolling in that second quarter. And I believe, and I believe when they went into that, no, actually they finished a half well Saturday. That's my bad. That was Thursday where they didn't finish a half well. They were only up 11, and the Clippers cut it to four in the third quarter, and then Clay goes off, they go on a 7-0 run, and they go back up 11. They actually closed the half really well uh, against the Clippers Saturday when Steph Curry scored their last eight points for the Warriors. But with all that said, you can't unsee the bad. The bad outweighs the good right now. What are you looking for? If you could add, well, I'm telling a, you, uh, no, athleticism, you could add a piece. speed, yeah. athleticism, speed, and length. So, what position ideally are you targeting? I need to get bigger. Okay. So, whether it's a five, four, three, I don't care. Okay. You got to get bigger. You got to get more athletic. You got to get quicker. Hell, I take a quick guard. But you got a lot of guards right You've now. Got so, so many guards, you know. But I need a quick guard who can score. <laughs> He's got so you know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, if you're gonna acquire a guard, it has to be a two way guard, exactly. and it has to be a very specific type of a guard. Exactly. So a bigger guy who can guard. So I mean, listen, listen. Hey, there's people on YouTube right now. Uh, Dublin Mar says uh, they don't need a trade. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I keep coming back to the Clippers, and I know that they just beat you, but and they're almost in an identical spot of where the Warriors at. We're not really sure if this is the last year with that core together or they're going to break it up. And watching Paul George, it's like, man, I'd love to get Paul George, but I don't know if you have what it takes to get him. And I don't know if they're willing to part with him right now. But to me, he's the kind of bigger guard, you know, wing player that would fit beautifully for what the Warriors ail. Like, he could play alongside Steph, alongside CP3 right now, if you're not surrendering him in a deal. He can defend. He can give you a little bit of playmaking off ball. He can give you a knockdown shooter off ball. He can play with the ball in his hand. He's the kind of guy that I'd be targeting. Uh, 
This is an interesting one from the 925. Shooting is getting better because they're getting out in transition, which I do agree with, with the pace picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the not walking Chris, the ball up the court. The second Chris Paul comes back and they start playing at a half court, their looks are going to get significantly worse. And shooting percentages are going to take. And again, these last few games, they picked up the pace against Sacramento. They picked up the pace against the Clippers. I'm very intrigued. That's kind of what I started with when we started discussing to go to St. Warriors. Once Chris, Call, Chris Paul gets back, can you keep this pace up? Can he continue to play at this pace without worrying about soft tissue injuries or hamstrings or calves or whatnot? And Chris Paul joined us on the post-game show a couple weeks ago and said, you know, I'm trying to get to point five basketball. We got to get to point five basketball. Well, is he able to play point five basketball right now? I don't know. I don't know. But but 925 is right on it. And it's kind of what I've been saying here. Getting out of transition, picking up the pace, which leads to wide open shots for Clay Thompson, leads to wide open shots for Andrew Wiggins, leads to wide open shots for Moses Moody, leads to wide open shots for Brandon Pajimski. Can you continue to play at this pace once Chris Paul enters the game? That's Warriors basketball. That's Warriors basketball. Right now, so much can happen. Just in the next two weeks, how are you feeling about the Chris Paul trade? It's been good for the Warriors, but... They've had to play change your style for him in ways. And you think, like, man, you couldn't change your style a little bit for the youngsters. And I get Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. He's accomplished so much in this league. I, I, I get why you would t- tinker with your style of play with Chris Paul. He's walking into the Hall of Fame the minute he retires. But at the same time, I'm thinking, boy, you couldn't tinker some things for Jordan Poole or James Wiseman. The James Wiseman would never be good. May never get, he's not even playing in Detroit. They lost 17 straight. He still can't sniff a second on the court. But I don't know, man. I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Now, at the same time, with Chris Paul, maybe you don't blow those games against Sacramento and the Clippers. Because all of a sudden, you got that ball handler who doesn't turn the ball over. So all of a sudden, you got, you know, Pajinski did his job. Now you're going to Chris Paul down the stretch against the Clippers. Maybe you get better quality shots. And maybe when a game needs to slow down, and it does slow down in the last five minutes of a game, you got Chris Paul out there. So maybe you don't lose those two games. So I think it's been a home run hit for the Warriors. Despite what Jordan Poole brought to the table and what Chris Paul doesn't bring to the table in terms of pace of play, Chris Paul's been a godsend for the Golden State Warriors. I can't complain about his game whatsoever. He's fit in. He hasn't made a big deal about starting or coming off the bench. Chris Paul's been fine. And you know what? He's helped elevate guys like Brandon Pajewski and Moses Moody. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, But given that Steph's still going to be there, is he complimentary enough or do you have to – change the pieces around those two to complement them because well, he's only here for a year. At least right now he's only here for a year. Unless you pick up the option, right? What? Unless you pick up the option. Can do you, do you get up? where I'm going with this? Yeah, no, I hear you. Because like, the, the, at some point the trade deadline is coming up here, and, and I've seen all kinds. I mean, Toronto Raptors, Warrior fans just keep, you know, clinging on to the Raptors. I see a lot of Chicago Bull talk, whether it's Zach Levine, Andre Drummond, you know, Nets, Wizards. There's a zillion different teams and trade combinations. Would you be... Prohibitive. W- would you keep Chris Paul regardless of what the trade is this February? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to see some more. I want to see more, but what are you going to do? Do you play it out picking up the team option? I mean, right now? The other question like that I don't so, know. So I, I, I mean, what Chris Paul brings to you, <clears throat> can Brandon Pajipski, and, and Chris Paul's a Hall of Fame player, there's obvious that Brandon Pajewski can't do what he does, not at this stage of his career, but he does 
get to the hole. He can blow by his guy. And that's one thing the Warriors need. They need guys who can break their man off the dribble and get to the rack. Could Chris Paul do that? You need him at the close. Like, you know, you need Chris Paul. There's, there's, a, there's the defense, a role for Chris Paul. There is. And then there's a defensive liability aspect. There's the right. financial component of getting under the second apron. I think this is really hard. Like, where the Warriors sit right now, it's really, really hard. It's so easy. Like, I know, like, get Zach Levine. It's like, okay, and then what? Yeah. And what I, are you giving up? I, I don't think that cures everything. I don't either. I don't right? Like, and, and I don't either. But, like, I'm just. And, and, but also, not to cut you off, Shasky, mm-hmm. they've had 20 games yet. And we've been, hey, they're going to get hold. They're going to get hold. They're going to get hold. No, I don't think they're going to get hold. This well, year. Draymond Green comes back in Sacramento. Boom. Chris Paul and Gary Payton the second get hurt in the same game. Okay. You, you have a 34 year old Dre and 34 year old Clay and a 35 year old Steph Curry with a 38 year old Chris Paul. The, the odds are more likely that one of them is going to miss time at some point for the rest of the Like, uh, one of the guys is going to be out for a period. You're going to go maybe a couple of games, but to expect full health for a month straight? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That might that might not happen this it year. It might not happen. I and, mean, maybe but, I, but I'd like hurt, to see it. But it also hurt, though, because you get Draymond Pop for the five-game suspension when you're trying to develop chemistry. I know. And you come home when you're going to stack some wins, and you don't stack wins. You lose the first five games on the homestand. So now you don't you haven't been whole yet. Yeah. You're 20 games into the season. We still don't know what this team is capable of because they're not at full strength. So I, I don't know, man. This is a tough job for Mike Dunleavy. What a role to step into in his first full season. That's that's tough. That is tough. So I don't know what the Warriors do, but it, this should be a gimme game tonight. Aiton's doubtful. DeAndre Aiton. He's doubtful with right knee soreness. Jeremy Grant, who's averaging over 20 a game, is probably their best player. He's out due to concussion protocols. And every assignment is questionable. All right? With a thumb issue. So you should be able to win this game and feel good about yourself heading into Oklahoma City Friday. And is it uh, this stretch leading up into Christmas? Because most people think Christmas is the start of the NBA season ceremoniously. This stretch is really important so that I they can put so. themselves in a position come Christmas time to really hit the gas. I think so. I think so. You want to, and then you, you look at who they're playing. Like this is the time to get fat and happy. Well, you get three games against Portland. Got to win all three of those games. You get a game against Washington. The Wizards play no defense, so everybody should eat in that game. You know what I'm saying? And it's the return of Jordan Poole, so there'll be some emotions there for some of the fans. And, of course, we'll see how the interactions goes with Jordan Poole. How many games away is that? That happens on December 22nd. So it's the game before Christmas. Wow. Interesting. Jordan Poole's coming back. That's That's an interesting spot. Yeah, right before Christmas. That is interesting. I wonder how he'll be received. (sighs) Great question. I will cheer for him. He's a champ. You got to give him a standing go. Of course. Give him a standing go. Because, you know, as bad as it got last year, we understand why a 23-year-old would be checked out. <laughs> and I don't want to revisit that situation, but we understand. Well, who's the guy, if you could, in your dream of dreams, if this guy becomes available, who are you looking at around the league? There's not a specific name for me. So I don't want to play the name game, and I don't know how many guys are going to be available. Okay. Right? I'm gonna throw a random one at you, but, and I'm but, just... I, but I need size. Like I always thought, if okay. Chicago's gonna, if Toronto's gonna blow it up, for example, right? Yes. Everybody's looking at Siakam and OG Ananobi. What about Scotty Barnes? Can I get Scotty Barnes? What? Like using using your your normal logic, why would Scotty Barnes be? You know, why would they move off of Scotty right. Barnes? I love Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I and, love Scotty Barnes. Maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't work for him up there. I don't know. Maybe he wants out. I don't know. But if there's a name, I'm gonna try to. 
I'm swinging for the fences if I'm making phone calls. Like, John Lynch swung for the fence last year with Christian McCaffrey, and I'm glad he did. And we were talking about it two weeks before the trade. He needs to swing for the fences this year. And he did. And now look at it. 17 touchdowns later or 30 touchdowns later, McCaffrey's doing his thing. But I'm, I'm going to add, I don't, wanna, I don't want Siakam. I don't want OG Ananobi. If I'm done leaving, if, and I'm calling Toronto, well, what's up with Scotty Barnes? That's where it starts. Now, he may not be available. Mm-hmm. He may not want out. But what's up with Scotty Barnes? That's where I'm starting. Okay. All right? So with that, the NB trade, you know, I, I was on NB, but Philadelphia's playing too well. They're not going to trade him. They're not going to trade him. So who's available? I don't know who's available. So I don't have a specific name. I have a specific need, which is athleticism, speed, and length. That's what I want. Then put blank name on there. You know, Paulo Bancaro. You know, everybody wants Paulo Bancaro, but I want a guy with athleticism, speed, and length. But I don't know who's available right now, Shasky. Well, I mean, I'm looking at a team like Detroit, and like, would you take some sort of combination? I don't know what of a young player that you're taking a flyer on in Jaden Ivey, who seems to have fallen out of favor in Detroit. He's only started six of about 17 or 18 games this year, and one of the Bogdanovich or uh, the other shooter, Joe Harris, who are coming up and, and their deals are forget, expiring. Forget Joe Harris. Give me Bogdanovich. Would Would you now, do that? For, Bogdan- for Bogdanovich is liability defensively, of course. Um, but Jaden Ivey is a special young man. So you staple one of the young players and maybe Wiggins or something and go get that. Now, I don't think that that, like, you're, you're rearranging certain things here. Like, you're going to take some flaws in this right. in this deal. But you get out of some salary cap stuff. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about how I can get some more shooting yeah. out onto the court. Yeah. I mean, Jay, and Ivy's I don't a even, playmaker. Yeah, he's a playmaker. I don't know very how young. Well a shooter. Very raw, very young. I don't even know if he's good. Right. I, th- I thought he had potential. I don't know why the hell he's coming off the bench. I think Monty Williams is overrated. Monty Williams is, I don't know what the hell he's well, doing in Detroit. The guy that I would like to kind of take from them, too, Monty Morris is also in Detroit, and I'm sure they like him, but I, I wouldn't mind snagging him either. He's not bad. But but again, you'd he's have to bad. give up some stuff. I mean, I'm just thinking outside yeah, yeah, the yeah. box no, here. I hear you. I hear you know, because it's the, same, it's the you know, same names over we, and over we, we and over. We laughed at Jakob Pertle last year, and Jakob Pertle's kind of what this team needs. <laughs> a banger, a double-double guy. You kind of need that type of dude. Yeah, but you then know? the question... Again, because of the hierarchy of the team, who's taking it. a step back? Well, obviously, Looney or 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 Sarge. So you could still play Sarge. During the championship years, you had three bigs. Yes. Really, you had three bigs, and yeah. you were interchanging all of them. Yeah, but you Whether went, it was McGee, West, and Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, but you went in the final six minutes, you right. went with you a went very small. long, even though it was just short. Yeah. Like, Durant was a seven-footer. Right, exactly. You know, Iguodala is like one of the so, longest players in the league. I've got no problem adding size, and I think you could still keep Looney and Sarge. Now you have Science to give us something. Matters. It does matter, Fitz. You know it matters. It all matters. It always matters. You know? But I'm seeing some names out here on the YouTube. Clint Capella. You know, Otto Porter Jr.'s hurt. You, you don't want to deal with that. I do um, think that they miss that element of what Otto Porter Jr. provided. Not him. Not him specifically. But you're getting out from Sarge, aren't you? Uh, Sarge is more big than than because I do think that he scrapped a little uh, on the on the perimeter. Not that he's the greatest perimeter. Right. I think he was a better shooter. You know, overall. But he had ups and down months. Like, he was invisible for two months. Dude, he hit like five threes in a six-week stretch yeah. out of Porter Jr. But he yeah. was but he was really you good know, to start the year, I, and he had moments in the playoffs. I think Sharge has been a little bit better. Maybe. They, they're just, I view one as a 3-4 and the other as a 4-5. But but I, I, I do. So it's not even a specific name. It's more size, length, and athleticism. Who provides that? And if I can get that, 
great because you need some speed. These young bulls that we're going to see, even tonight with Portland, it depends who they play, but we'll see at OKC again Friday. We know what they do. They get up and down. Phoenix, they get up and down. Are we the shortest team in the league? Yeah, we're the smallest team. Feels like it. That's why the, 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 sm- we're the smallest team in the league, and you may be one of the slowest teams in the league. That's not a good combination. <laughs> that's a terrible combination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the more we talk about it, it's a terrible combination. Right, it's not a but good that's combination. That's why I'm like, I, I know why they're. He's young, you know, and all that. Like Trace Jackson Davis has shown some promise. He's got some ups. He's got some speed. He's got some size. He clearly knows how to rebound. He sets a good screen. I'm I'm a little surprised that he hasn't gotten more run. Yeah, he had the leg issue there, but I'm 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 kind of with you with that. Um, I'm with you with that. I, I I just think they need to get quicker. They need to get bigger. They need length. They need athleticism. And whoever player provides that, I'm all in for. But they need that. They need that so bad. It's so, it's so obvious with their own two eyes. If you watch the game, guys are blown by this team. Even when the Warriors go zone, oh my god, oh my god, they're going to zone defenses at times, and it's just and it's just not it's not working out. Teams are getting wide open shots, wide open three point attempts. The Clippers all of a sudden they figured it out. Oh, they don't have rim protection. Oh, we can blow by these guys. And the Clippers, who are an isolation team, they're a one-on-one basketball team, pick-and-roll, isolation, old-school basketball, 90s basketball, you know, post-ups. All of a sudden, they had 31 assists Saturday afternoon. And they're an isolation team. You know why? Because they're able to blow by their guy, drive and kick, wide-open threes. And that problem is not going away, folks, unless you make something happen. It's just not. No matter what, we can talk about all the combinations, rotations, personnel. Yeah, I, you can't, and which is why I, when you when you get in dribble drive penetration, you start fouling. And the Warriors are the third worst team when it comes to fouling per game. I cannot reiterate because what does that do, Shasky? These teams are falling behind, right? Well, for even just the Clippers, an older team, it allows them to catch their legs. Yep. It gets them to the free throw line where they're highly efficient, mm-hmm. and then it allows them to set their defense exactly. up. Exactly. And so it, it's it's not just one thing; it's like right. a, it's a series of right. things that right. it helps. So and you, on top of that, it gets you in the bonus, and then yep, you get all exactly. the cheapies. Thank you, thank you. You get the bonus. You stop the clock. They set their defense up. Exactly what happened in Sacramento last Tuesday. That's why to me against Sacramento it wasn't yeah the the, the last 50 seconds you're up five points you got to win that game that game was also in the third quarter <laughs> it was also in Oklahoma City a couple Saturdays ago remember that that game was also in the third quarter not on Chad Holmgren's tied up three at the end of regulation the third quarter when they're up 18 and you start throwing the ball away like they're medicine balls and they get out and running and it's like damn two dribbles they're at the rim all of a sudden it's a five-point game that's where these games are lost, and you start getting to the bonus, and you stop the clock. So stop fouling, please, for the love of God. You're reaching. You're hacking. And if you keep reaching, these other teams are going to keep teaching, and they're getting to the free throw line. So uh, I think Mike Dunleavy is going to – it's going to be a hard deadline for him. It's going to be a hard deadline. Now, the Warriors can take the decision out of his hands by just simply playing better and winning some basketball games. <laughs> that, that's a novel concept. But you I would what? love that to happen. But But you know what? I don't know. It, it it does feel ironic to me that they're facing the Portland Trailblazers tonight because for many years, myself and many included, 
ripped the Portland Trailblazers for not making a decision on something that wasn't working. McCollum and Lillard, right? And and look, the Warriors thing has worked, right? The Warriors thing has worked. But I know a lot of people around the league are looking at the Warriors situation saying, come on, man, it's obvious it's over. But they're not fans of the team, and they're not a part of the culture and the organization. It's easy from afar to say, break that up. It's easy for me, Joe Shasky, to tell Robert Kraft and Patriot fans, Belichick's finished with you. He could go somewhere else. He's done with you. It's a lot harder to actually do that. You know what I'm saying? And so I do find it ironic that they're facing the Blazers tonight, and it's a gots to have it game. I mean, this one is you they'll, have to they'll win. They'll win tonight. But you got to win. They're going to win tonight. They got to win. They're going to win tonight, and we'll get the OKC. Can you beat OKC? Because even if the Warriors beat Portland, I don't already know what's going to happen tomorrow morning. And it ain't 957-9570. How you feel? And Warrior fans are going to say, oh, it's just Portland. We better win that game. This was just Portland. I bet you a Warrior, most Warrior fans haven't watched one Portland Trailblazer game at all. I know I haven't. <laughs> See, there you go. I mean, I'm admitting it. When have they been on TV, like, outside of League Pass? No, they haven't been. I'm, believe me, I'm not searching out Portland no. Trailblazer I games. did want to see Scoot Henderson early, so I watched a little bit of him. Scoot, I think he could be a really good point guard. I do like Shaden Sharp. He's athletic. Um, I watched the game when they were beating up. They were beating Milwaukee because it was the first time Dane played against a forward team mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. The Blades were up, like, 22 points in that game. I mean, they were rolling. And then Dame Dollar and... Giannis came back. They won that game. Then you look up because I like Halliburton. So, you know, NBA TV, you get to do the four screens on the app. And I just do the smart TV, put the four games up on my TV. So they're in the corner. I'm not really paying attention to them. I'm like, how the hell is Portland beating Indiana? I remember saying that to myself. Maybe I muttered it to Adam. Well, how the hell is Portland beating Indiana? And they beat Indiana in Indiana. And Indiana's going to Las Vegas for the Final Four to the season tournament. Then they go to Cleveland. A team the Warriors could not do anything with in both second quarters of that basketball game. They couldn't do anything against Cleveland. Cleveland just had their number. Again, size, athleticism, athleticism, speed, just destroyed the Warriors in those two Cleveland games. And then what do you know? Portland goes to Cleveland and wins a basketball game. I'm like, what the hell is happening with the Portland Trailblazers? So, yeah, they better win tonight. Well, you know, it's it, I'm listening to you talk about all this, and now I'm getting kind of a little triggered because every night I look up on whatever's happened in the NBA, and it's somebody who has taken in the last couple of drafts doing something fun and doing something good. And I, I really feel like the way the Warriors are at right now is a byproduct of either selecting the wrong people, not nurturing them, not allowing them to play, whatever. Like, now it's coming yeah. to roost. Evan yeah. Mobley, we've watched him multiple times. Okay, this is the same draft as Kaminga and Moody. Mm-hmm. Like, throw Wiseman to the side. They couldn't, they couldn't get Mobley, though. Mobley was no, top No, I know. Pick. No, no, yeah. I, I understand that. But oh, yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah. impact from him got is it, what I'm getting got at. It, got it, got right? It. Like, and then I'm you're talking about Scotty Barnes. I'd love to have him. Josh Giddy is is performing at a high level right now. There's some off-the-court stuff. Kaminga sandwiched in between that and, and Franz Wagner. And Wagner's been really good. Davion Mitchell, role player, but he's getting some run at times for the Kings. Um, has played a lot. It's him and Duarte guarding, guarding Steph. It felt like in, in mm-hmm. the two times they played. Moody's in there. Shangun goes after him. Trey Murphy, who you've referenced earlier today. He's a good player for the Pelicans. Very good player. Right? And so I, I, we're getting to a point where it's like, you know, you had these opportunities to cash in some of these chips at the table, and it feels like we're still not being able to cash in any of the chips. And I don't even know if the chips are worth 100 bucks or a dollar. Yeah. Now Moody, Moody, or something in between. Right now, Moody at fourteen is fine, but it's good value. It's good value, but Shangun is at sixteen. But you're not going to take Shangun because you still have James Wiseman. You have hope for him. Now, James Wiseman's selection, 
There's no doubt. It's destroying the Warriors right now. I know some people want a Halliburton. Maybe you could have traded down to get Halliburton, but I thought, man, is Halliburton really going to play with the Warriors when he got the Splash Brothers? Whatever. I don't, I don't know if he evolves I, I, into the I, player yeah, he is currently. He's, he's a special, special he's player. He's a good player, though. Obviously, one is LaMelo Ball. He's right there in number three. But LaMelo Ball is hurt again. He's walking around in the boot. He's hurt again. I don't I don't know if his ankles are ever going to hold up. Uh, Patrick Williams has done nothing with the Chicago Bulls. Nothing. Nothing. Okongu has been a backup for the Hawks. Okoro's a, a role player oh, with the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers. Fine, fine defender, but you're not going to take no, him no, number two no, overall. Yeah. Obi Toppin is on a second team. He's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. Although Most Tyrese people don't even know he's on a second team. Right. They didn't even know that he's on a pacer. They probably still think he's a Nick. Advia from Washington, they're not playing any defense. Uh-huh. But although he... He's a very intriguing prospect. I do Told like you that draft is not good. It's not. It hasn't been great. Cole Anthony's playing well off the bench yes, with Magic. Yes, you know. But other than that, Isaiah Stewart. I thought you were going to bring him up with Detroit. He's a guy I'd be interested. I in. I would love to have Isaiah Stewart. He would I, give you some physicality and some toughness I, I, I'm not and some edge. I wouldn't be mad at that so either. That's a guy I thought you were going to go with in Detroit. Well, I was just throwing that because I was looking no, at contracts. I, I, uh, I was looking at contracts and and how I could kind of get under that second apron. You know, outside of Anthony Edwards going number one overall. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey may be your third best player in that draft. He went 21 overall to Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, there was a point a, a year ago we were having the Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey conversation. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey looks better than both of those guys. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. It, uh, let's, let's get the legal going. Let's talk some Niners before Kate Reaney joins us. But a very good Warriors conversation. They, these next 10 games are very, very important. You're on it. By Christmas Day, where are the Warriors going to be at? Where are they going to be at? And you don't have any... You know, Portland, you got Portland for three games. You got to have all of them. You got Brooklyn on Saturday night. You got to have that at Chase Center. You got to have the Wizards game. Can you still win in Phoenix next Tuesday? Can you still win in Oklahoma City on Friday? Can you still win against Denver on Christmas Day? I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna doubt Steph Curry yet, but they know they need to figure it out. And this three game stretch should be good for them. Uh, you are listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD One San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app and favorite 95.7 The Game for the best and most up to date sports covers. Don't forget, you could also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. This is a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freeman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit FreemansAppliance.com today. And also shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. Let's get to Jacob with Castro Valley. Then we'll pivot to the Niners. Jacob, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's Hope up? you're doing all right. All right, Jacob. I wanted to uh, – I, I like the conversation you guys are having about trade talks. First, I wanted to talk about the game uh, on Saturday. Uh, I wanted to commend Draymond. I mean, he, he played some good basketball, and he actually played basketball. You know, he wasn't caught up in rest calls and stuff, and he seemed happy, and he played real well. He's also been working on his uh, three-point shot. I mean, that's clear, and so that's pretty good. But uh, if you notice, when these young guys go off on the bench, it provides a big spark. I mean, it, it even awakens the uh, the older players. They, they, you know, it energizes them. And uh, I think one one name that they could we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.